Hoosier men's basketball team ends their week-long break by returning to the court at Assembly Hall to host Illinois in a big ranked showdown. We're going to get you all set with everything you need to know for that game, as well as recapping the women's basketball team, kind of gutting out a victory at home on Thursday. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Friday, February 4th. This, as always, is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. Whether it's news, analysis, previews, recaps, we have you guys covered every single weekday. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rood. I want to thank each and every one of you for making Locked On Hoosiers part of your day today. Uh, And as well, or more specifically, I should say, your first listen every day. Uh, Just a reminder, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Uh, We premiere the episodes there at 7 a.m. so that all the Hoosiers can head on over there, watch the episode together, and see or have a place to kind of chat together. If you missed it, on Thursday we had a special long episode with Bloomington Herald Times beat writer Dustin uh, Deporak, who could not have been kinder with his time, could not have been more insightful. It was a, a great conversation we had. A uh, big thanks to him for coming on. It was kind of a mid-season, mid-Big Ten season review for the men's basketball team. We talked Xavier Johnson, Trace Jackson Davis, Trey Galloway, and then we talked about all of the news going on with the football team as well. So uh, once we finish today, be sure to go uh, listen to Thursday's episode. It was a really, really great one. Today, as I said, we're going to preview uh, the men's basketball game against Illinois tomorrow. Uh, It's been a weird week-long break for the Hoosiers, but uh, hopefully that means they are uh, well-prepared for this game against Illinois, another big game on deck. Before we jump into that, uh, as always, you guys can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's real quick, helps us out a ton if you guys can do that. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hoosiers as well. It's at LO underscore Hoosiers, I should say. Uh, and we live tweet the games there. Um, try to interact with everyone there as well. Indiana will take on Illinois, uh, a midday game, noon on Saturday. Game is obviously in Assembly Hall. It'll take place on ESPN. Uh, Hoosiers are back to getting some of those big games on the big channels again uh, in recent weeks. Uh, number 18, Illinois, a potential another ranked team coming into Assembly Hall to uh, hopefully, if all goes to plan, lose. I believe Purdue was the last ranked team to come into Assembly Hall, and obviously they came away with a loss. So see if the Hoosiers are able to do it again this season. Illinois, though, is coming off a big win against Wisconsin earlier in the week. Uh, We're going to talk more about him, but Kofi Coburn looked dominant in that one. There aren't many times where he doesn't look dominant, but uh, he had 37 points in that one. And boy, they were were all pretty easy against that Wisconsin team. But we'll talk more details here in a minute. Uh, Illinois on the season is 16-5, 9-2 in Big Ten play. 
losses to Purdue and at Maryland. Uh, they got whooped at Maryland, 81 to 65. Um, but Kofi Coburn did not play in that game. His his health has um, kind of coincided with each loss Illinois has basically this season. When he plays, they are a really, really good team. When he's unable to play, they struggle. So uh, they lost that kind of classic game to Purdue in double overtime. Uh, lost to Maryland, but have won three straight since. Uh, Michigan State, Northwestern, and then that Wisconsin game we mentioned. So they're coming in riding a little high after that big home win over Wisconsin. Um, these two teams have combined for some memorable games, both good and bad for the Hoosiers uh, over their kind of series history. Uh, since 1969, the Hoosiers are 71 and 61 against the Fighting Illini, though they have lost the last three games all by single digits, a uh, combined margin of 14 points in those uh, three games. Before that, though, they had won seven of eight against Illinois, and the only loss was a two-point loss. So uh, this rivalry of late has been kind of a rivalry of runs. Hopefully it isn't a lengthy one for Illinois. The Hoosiers can uh, stop this losing streak they have against them. If you want to speak about some memorable games against or between these two teams, I should say, uh, obviously and unfortunately, there was the 2013 game at Illinois. Uh, they knock off number one Indiana on that backdoor uh, cut layup uh, right before the buzzer. Made a huge second half comeback to win that game. That was a frustrating one, a very, very frustrating one uh, for that team. Uh, fortunately, the Hoosiers have some memorable wins of their own of late. Uh, one of my favorites was in 2011, Indiana beat number 20, Illinois, 52 to 49. That was the first ranked win for Tom Crean, uh, kind of a, uh, milestone moment for that class. The Jordy Halls, Christian Watford, uh, those group, Victor Oladipo was still coming off the bench at the time. Will Sheehy, that kind of core group picking up that win was memorable. Um, and then obviously one of the big ones, if you want to date back a little bit more was the Eric Gordon game, uh, double overtime, uh, win over Illinois at Illinois at their assembly hall. Um, they win 83 79. That was Eric Gordon's only game against Illinois, the team he committed and then decommitted, uh, to come to Indiana. So, that was a memorable one. Illinois fans did not like him, uh, maybe with good reason, but it led to a memorable game. Kind of ignited the rivalry for a bit. Not sure how much of a rivalry it still is, uh, but these two teams have produced some fun games throughout the years. If we're looking at Ken Palm for this specific game on Saturday, though, it's uh, predicted to be a pretty tight one. Ken Palm predicts a 68 to 67 win for the Hoosiers, 53% chance or win probability, I should say. Um, that's about as close as a toss-up as you're going to get, and that's going to be a reoccurring trend for the Hoosiers in the coming weeks is uh, some of these games are going to be pretty tight as the Hoosiers have uh, what is their toughest stretch of the season in Big Ten play, uh, starting with this game. So, if you want to look at it in that sense, it could be a, a huge jolt to start this stretch of games where they're going to play at Michigan State, home against Wisconsin, 
at Ohio State. If you start off with a win against Illinois, that's a, a really big boost, especially when you've had a week to prepare for them. And it's an Illinois team that their, obvi- their very obvious strengths, uh, starting with Kofi Coburn right in the middle. So uh, we're going to take a look at where this team, this Fighting Illini team excels, where they have some weaknesses, uh, how the Hoosiers may be able to attack some of those uh, players and weaknesses. First, though, uh, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Uh, these guys uh, are helping you as uh, the the big games coming up, uh, Super Bowls coming up. These guys have you covered. Um, BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just football these guys have as well. Uh, Football is almost over anyway, Uh, whether it is basketball, uh, college or NBA, whether it's NHL, whether it's uh, hockey and UFC and boxing. uh, These guys have you covered for everything. They even have some of your favorite Vegas casino games. Uh, So be sure to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2022 season. Bet online where the game starts. I want to talk to you guys again about the Get Upside app because it is. There's no reason you guys shouldn't be using it. Uh, everybody complains about gas prices, but it's also one of those things you have to buy. So download the Get Upside app. Start getting some cash back on your gas purchases. Uh, it's simple. It's a free app. You can use a promo code SCORE. For 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. You don't have to pay full price at the pump anymore. It's really simple. Download the app. uh, Claim the offer at whatever gas station you're going to. You drive there, check in, fill up. uh, Money gets sent to your account on the app. It's simple to cash out at any time to to your bank account, to PayPal, to a gift card, to Amazon or other places. There's no catch. It's a a simple free app that gets you money back on gas. So head on over to the App Store uh, or Google Play to download the Get Upside app today. Use that promo code SCORE to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's promo code SCORE on the Get Upside app. It's Super Week brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked on Bengals, Locked on Rams uh, are both going to be in L.A. all week covering the big game. Be sure to head on over there for all the coverage you guys need for that one. Hoosiers have their own big game on Saturday as they take on Illinois. It's an interesting Illinois team. As I said, it's been a a team of um, with Kofi Coburn. They are dominant. Uh, maybe not dominant. They're a really good team with Kofi Coburn, and he's one of the best players in the Big Ten. He was one of the best players in the Big Ten last season, comes back this season, uh, and looks just as dominant, averaging 22 points, 11 rebounds, and 30 minutes per game. Uh, if you, Again, if you watch that Wisconsin game, he made it look easy. There may not be a, a more physical, imposing force in the nation, let alone in the Big Ten, so Everything with this Illinois team is going to start with Kofi Coburn uh, and what he is able to do. And if you if you keep that in mind when you look at their stats, a lot of them make sense. Uh, they are fourth in the Big Ten in offensive efficiency. 
second in defensive efficiency. Uh, but when you look at the specifics, they're second in offensive rebound percentage. I think you can guess why. Fourth in two-point percentage. Again, when Kofi Coburn is shooting 61% and attempting uh, 14 shots per game, that's going to boost that. Uh, they are also fourth in offensive block percentage, which means they don't get blocked because nobody can jump up and block <laughs> Kofi Coburn. Uh, they, When you look defensively, we said they were second. Uh, they are first in effective field goal percentage defense, uh, ranking ahead of the Hoosiers, who have had that spot at various times throughout the season. Uh, they're second in defending the three-point line, first in defending the two-point line. Uh, interestingly, only seventh in blocks, or block percentage, I should say. Uh, I Maybe that's just a nature of teams just not even trying to attack Kofi Coburn or shooting over or around him and him affecting shots with them not being blocked. So I was a little surprised that that's low. There are a couple weaknesses with this team. Uh, mainly, they do not force turnovers at all. Uh, they are 12th in the Big Ten and defensive turnover percentage, 13th in steal percentage. The Hoosiers, largely speaking, have had that under control. I know that's kind of been a talking point all year long, uh, but it's a um, it's something that has been better. There was really that, that blip of the Iowa game, uh, that things really got out of hand. And I think outside of that really hasn't been much of an issue for m a lot of big 10 play, honestly. So, uh, it shouldn't be an issue, uh, when the, when Illinois comes in on Saturday. Uh, but outside of that, this Illinois team is, Really strong. When you look at their nationwide ranking, they are 19th in offense, 27th in defense, uh, 10th in offensive rebounding percentage. So this is a team that Kofi Coburn is going to get the ball, and he's going to be really tough to stop. Uh, he has a usage percentage of 33.4%, which means uh, that's just a kind of calculation of how many plays end uh, with him recording a stat, basically, whether it's a uh, a layup, whether it's an assist, um, it's just how many times he kind of ends a possession, more or less. It's a very simplified version of it, but uh, it indicates just how often he's getting the ball on this team, and 33% uh, leads the team, and it would be one of the tops in the Big Ten uh, without having looked that up. So this is a lot of focus on Kofi Coburn. It's going to be interesting to see how the Hoosiers match up with him. I would think, at least at the beginning, Trace Jackson Davis is going to be on him. I know Race Thompson has taken a lot of uh, the forwards that have been uh, the top assignments when you look at EJ Liddell, for example. Uh, but this is another beast, figuratively and literally. And uh, I, I think Trace Jackson Davis is going to have to take this one, which means... Foul trouble either way is going to have a big impact in this game. I know the Hoosiers won that Purdue game with Trace uh, having foul trouble. That was not sustainable. Uh, they cannot do that again. So foul trouble either way uh, with two dominant post players like this. It's going to be really interesting to watch, especially one with Trace that likes to block shots. It's, it's a lot more difficult to block shots against a Kofi Coburn than it is some of the other guys that they have faced this season. So, be a matter of discipline as well. Kofi isn't the only one on this team. 
Uh, obviously, there are going to be some other names. Alfonso Plummer, a transfer from Utah, has come in and been really, really good for this team. 15 points per game, shooting 40% from three on seven and a half attempts per game. He's a great complement, uh, forces you to not just simply uh, surround Coburn with players. You have to defend the three-point line. That's a recurring trend with a lot of these guys. Trent Frazier takes seven threes a game, 34% on those. He's their third leading scorer at 12.8 uh, points per game. Um, Jacob Grandison is at 10.9 points per game, 43% shooting from three and uh, 4.8 attempts per game. So they surround Kofi Coburn with some shooters. And as a team, they are knocking down uh, 36.7% on the season. Um, and that is the, I mean, it makes sense. That's just going to be the formula for this team. Um, when you, uh, are defending them, it's, it's not easy to go kind of one-on-one with Kofi Coburn. We'll see how much the Hoosiers do that. Uh, I wouldn't expect a lot, but Trace Jackson Davis is one of the top defensive players. And we'll see how much uh, freedom he's given. Now, if you want to look at conference play, Illinois hasn't shot the ball incredibly well. They're at 33.8% from three, which is ninth. They do attempt the most threes in the conference, though, at 25.3. They make the second most. So it's mainly a volume game with them. Uh, They are going to get up a lot of shots. They're first in rebounding. Uh, offensive, defensive, and total rebounds. None of that is particularly shocking. Uh, So it's going to be a lot of inside out with Kofi, with these shooters on this team. Uh, A matter of keeping Trace out of foul trouble and uh, defending the three-point line, not get caught ball watching when Kofi gets the ball. Uh, The Hoosiers have done well to defend some, some good post players, some good forwards. Again, this is an entirely different challenge, though. So it'll be an interesting one for the Hoosiers. Hopefully, uh, it'll also have the Hoosiers will also have a big crowd to help them through this game because we saw what a positive impact it had for Indiana in that Purdue game. Uh, I say hopefully because for the women's basketball game on Thursday, there was no crowd because of the snowstorm. Uh, it was very reminiscent of last season with uh, nobody in the stands. Uh, It was supposed to be essential personnel only, yet there was a small, small handful of fans that found their way into the arena. I don't know that they were essential personnel, but uh, the Hoosiers needed all the help they can get because they hung on for a victory on uh, Thursday. Not even hung on. They needed a late run to come away with the win. We're going to recap that one, uh, look at what the women's basketball team, how they were able to come away with that win. But it's a new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if your guys' is is about getting fit and eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so dang good. It's not like your mom and dad's protein bars where they're chalky, they're waxy, tastes like a chemical spill. Uh, You're going to want to eat these uh, candy bar. I should, well, Freudian slip. It's not a candy bar, but it tastes like a candy bar covered in 100% real chocolate. One of my favorite things about them is all the flavors that they have. Uh, Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie. Uh, Built Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors as well. Uh, So even if you're not a fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good uh, and is good for you. 
That way, when you're enjoying a delicious built bar, you can always count or you can almost, I should say, count that as a workout. I would count it as a workout. Uh, so be sure to head on over to built.com. Use promo code locked 15, get 15% off your order. That's promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. Women's basketball team continuing life without McKenzie Holmes for the foreseeable future. Uh, their superstar uh, forward center, whatever position you want to call her, still rehabbing that knee injury. It's a lot of figuring out how to win for the Hoosiers right now. And on on Thursday, it was a late run uh, that they were able to come away with an 80-70 to 70 victory. Uh, it wasn't the prettiest game. Hoosiers trailed for a large, large portion of that contest. The better part of three quarters, honestly. They outscored Minnesota 27-16 to 16 in the fourth quarter. Uh, more importantly, they closed the game on a 14 to nothing run over the last four and a half minutes. Minnesota did not score for the final four minutes and 42 seconds. Hoosiers had to find a way to get the victory, uh, and they did. We've seen them kind of forced into that a little bit without Holmes. On Thursday, it was Bay who had the huge, huge game. Career night, 28 points on 11 of 15 shooting. Uh, knocked down all four of her three-point attempts, had five rebounds and assists, was absolutely massive. The Hoosiers didn't have any problems getting into the paint. Uh, they scored 26 points in the paint. Uh, it was about getting stops defensively where they uh, found a lot of their struggles because Minnesota, Minnesota shot 44.8% from the field and 11 of 21, 52% from three, uh, an unseasonably... Uh, warm shooting night from them, kept them in the game. And a lot of those stats even include uh, the fourth quarter where they were 6 of 14 from the field. So they didn't shoot particularly well in the fourth quarter and still shot really well from the game or for the game. Uh, it was some big buckets from uh, Grace Berger, 19 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, flirted with a triple-double. Uh, the one of the biggest contributors was Grace Wagner, uh, who played 10 minutes, only had two points, but had three blocks, a rebound, uh, and was a plus 16 in those 10 minutes. Game high, uh, or I should say team high for the Hoosiers, plus 16 was a game high as well. She provided some big minutes, especially in that fourth quarter. Uh, she played eight minutes, eight of the 10 minutes in that fourth. So, Huge from her. Uh, Allie Patberg had 11 points. Nicole Cardano-Hillary had 14. Had a big three-pointer in that fourth quarter to put the team up. Uh, one of its first leads as the Hoosiers started to pull away. Cardano-Hillary had six rebounds, five assists as well. Three steals. So right now it's, it's almost survive in advance for the Hoosiers as they kind of figure out how to come away with wins on a game-to-game -game basis uh, without Holmes. Uh, it's going to be an interesting test now on Sunday as they welcome Purdue in. Uh, that was a barn burner, pun intended, because that's the kind of name of the rivalry in the women's basketball side. Uh, in the first meeting, the Hoosiers had an unbelievable comeback at the very end to win the game. Uh, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm really hoping that finally 
this women's basketball team will get in front of some fans on Sunday because uh, a cruel twist of irony or whatever whatever phrase you want to use, we talked about them finally getting back home, playing in front of their hometown fans, and the the snowstorm that covered most of Indiana, I'm sure a lot of you experienced, meant that uh, the only essential personnel, as we said, were allowed in the game. So it was no home court advantage for the Hoosiers on Thursday Hopefully, that'll be the case on Sunday because I know that place will be rocking. Uh, top 10 Hoosier team against Purdue. Uh, I, if you're listening and you can get to the game on Sunday, please go because that's going to be a fun one to watch. Thanks again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're, we will be back on Monday to recap this Illinois game tomorrow, the IU-Purdue game on Sunday. Uh, Now for your second listen today, head on over to the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight uh, from Lee Sterling. Also, again, if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode with Dustin DePirac, uh, be sure to. It was a great episode. Can't thank him enough. It'll help you get you guys through the rest of your workday. Appreciate all the love you've given us. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast. If you can, if you can be so kind, leave a quick rating. Helps us out a ton. Uh, Most importantly, though, guys, have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. Go Hoosiers and LEO.